Okay, based on feedback from my listeners, I'm going to start a series of podcasts that go back to the basics. Um, this first one I'm going to talk about is how do I start trading futures? The approach I'm going to take is the who, what, where, how, and when approach. Who? What I mean by that is, do I trade as an individual or do I trade as a business? There's pros and cons for each one of those types of strategies. But if you're just starting out, I would probably recommend to trade as an individual. Um, The process of getting started is much simpler that way. You're going to be learning a lot of stuff uh, in 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 a period of time. And you just don't need the complication of a business when you're trying to learn how to do something as complex as trading. What? What should I trade? What instrument should I trade? Well, there's a variety of instruments that you have to choose from. You have commodities like corn and pork bellies like you hear in the movies. You have currencies like the euro or the yen. You have indexes like the S&P 500 or the Dow. You have precious metals like gold or silver. You have energy like oil or natural gas. And you have the treasuries like the 10-year treasury note. I would probably recommend trading either a currency or one of the indexes um, because you're going to find a lot of material in the marketplace to support your learning experience. What I mean by that is there's a lot of people that trade like the euro or the yen. There's a lot of people that trade the S&P or what they call it in futures world, the ES. So you'll be able to find lots of videos and materials to help you in that search for learning how to trade. Where? Where should I trade? Well, the top five platforms per stockbrokers.com for 2022 are as follows. Interactive Broker, which they um, put down as having the best pricing. TD Ameritrade which they put down as having the best desktop platform. That is the one that I actually trade. The platform is called Thinkorswim, and it has all of the bells and whistles that I like and need to do my futures trading. There's TradeStation. This was a, uh, this still is a really great platform with low commissions that's available for you out there that's been around for quite a long time. You have E-Trade, which is listed as the best web-based platform out there. And then you have good old Charles Schwab, which is listed as the best balance offering, meaning they probably do everything. Whereas at the top of the list, you have very specialized brokerage accounts where Schwab is way more generalized. How? All right, how do I get started? How much capital do I need? What the hell is margin, et cetera? Okay, so if you were going to trade futures, I would recommend that you start with at least somewhere between five and $10,000. If you've never done it before, I would probably start with $10,000 because you're gonna need a little bit of a buffer for all of the mistakes you're gonna make in the process and you will make mistakes. Uh, that being said, 
this should be money that you don't need to live okay I've had clients in the past who've lied to me and basically um, you know bet the farm on trading and then gotten themselves in a real pickle so the money that you put up to capitalize your business should be money that you've saved to do that not money that you need to buy you know your groceries with okay so just be cautious from that standpoint so anywhere between five and ten thousand dollars to start you're going to want to open a margin account and a margin in futures is different than margin in a stock trading account so in a stock trading account when you open a margin account they give you uh i i believe still four times your trading margin uh to trade stocks so um, if you qualify as what's called a pattern day trader, which means you take more than three trades in and out in a given instrument or number of instruments, they, uh, they want you to keep a certain amount of equity in your account in order to be able to day trade. Uh, back in the day when I did it, it was about $25,000. I think it's still up there um, at, at like $25,000. Um, and that's how margin works in the stock trading world. In the futures world, uh, margin simply refers to the amount of money you need to keep in your account to trade a certain amount of contracts um, when you're going to trade futures. So for example, I trade the euro and the cost per contract is $3,498 $3, per contract. So if I want to trade one contract of the euro, I have to have at least $3,498 in my account. It doesn't allow me to leverage that and trade 10,000 contracts of the euro. I can only trade one. That's one of the reasons that I chose to trade futures because it forces you to be conservative. Whereas uh, in Forex, which has ridiculous leverage and uh, stocks, um, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble with margin really, really fast. Whereas in the futures world, you can only trade what you have the cash in your account to trade. So if I want to trade two euro contracts, I have to take that 34.98 and multiply it times two, and I have to have that much money in my account. So that'll give you an idea of how much you need to capitalize your business. Why? Why do I trade futures? Well, futures provide a great deal of liquidity in the trading sweet spot where I trade which is basically 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. central time um, you have the European market coming to a close and you have the US market uh, beginning to open up so you have the largest number of humans trading not bots not algorithms humans trading during that period of time that's when the market tends to move that's when you have the best liquidity and also because futures are measured in increments of ticks you can be very precise about your uh, entries and your exits so for example in the forex marketplace they make their margin on the spread so the spread is the difference between where you get into the trade and where they take their cuts so let's say let's use easy numbers from 1 to 10 if I wanted to get into Forex instrument whatever at the number 2 um, you could place the order there but when it's executed you won't 
get in until say the number three. So that's a one point spread. So you won't make any money until you make up that first point. That's where they get their commissions. Uh, that's how they make their money. Whereas um, in the stock market or the futures market, you know, it's a fixed commissions. For example, in futures, it's like $6 and uh, change per contract how the commissions work on that. And then in the stock market, it's, you know, anywhere from four to seven or $8 per trade. Um, so where it's a fixed amount in the stock and the futures market, it is a sort of a floating amount in the Forex marketplace. So that all has to be factored in. Whereas in the futures market, you can get in very precise. In the Forex market, it's really sloppy. So you have to get used to that. And finally, tax simplicity i've mentioned this in other podcasts but when you trade futures it's basically treated like ordinary income so you get a 1099 at the end of the year that tells you how much money you made or lost you just hand that to your accountant he uh, adds that to your tax return and bada bing bada boom you are done which is wonderful because in the past i've traded everything else and that end of year tax stuff was just a freaking nightmare so uh, futures kind of solves that problem all right, let's move on to the markets and the market overview. Um, last week, we had some numbers that show that housing is tanking. New home sales have basically stalled. Um, I live in a, uh, a new development, and I've noticed it here that uh, I've talked to the salespeople, and they said sales have basically stopped. So they're just finishing up the homes that they're building right now and then hoping for the best in the future. So there's definitely, this is definitely real. I'm seeing it in my own backyard. Unemployment numbers are rising. Some of you know that I do also uh, teach software development and I always try to help out my students get a job. And I'm noticing that that's coming to a slowdown as well. There was a big decline in service business revenues last week. There was an interesting statistic that came out last week also that said taxes in California are higher than in Sweden. The reason that that is significant is because Sweden would be the utopian socialist environment per uh, Bernie Sanders, where you know everything is free, education, healthcare, blah, blah, blah. So if you choose to live in California, you're actually paying higher taxes than you would in Sweden, where they get everything for free, so you might as well move to Sweden. Okay, And then also a statistic came up that the American standard of living has been declining since the 60s. I would tend to agree with that and continues to decline. So everything on the economic front is not looking too good. Hate to be a downer, but I'm not going to lie to you either. All right. Finally, please subscribe to the podcast if you like it and you're interested in it. Please go to the website wavridertrainingtechnologies.com. Check out the free quick start guide to the new Waverider Bill IntelliTrend trading system. You can download it and see what that looks like. Also, I've started to post my trades on TikTok and Rumble, so you can see that stuff out there as well. That's about all I have for you this week. So over and out from Bill.